Hello, Dave. We've got Dave here. We've been promising a Dave. Hi. hi. <laughs> we've got a Dave. Episode five, Natalie. Yes, episode five. That's right. Uh, yeah, no, it is episode five. Yes. We're very good at counting here, Dave. Uh, do you want to just for people who haven't met you, tell us who you are, what you do? I am Dave, which is both uh, who I am and my job description. <laughs> so I don't think anyone else needs to know anything else. That's all. That, no, of course not. Uh, I'm Dave Cooper, and I am the creative director and founder of uh, Histrionics, which is a uh, live performance theatre history and events group uh, using stories from the past to inform our future. And I also do a bit of event hosting on the side as well. Just as well, I got you to introduce it because I always describe you as a professional dresser upper. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's also true. I went to a university reunion fairly recently, and I was described as uh, being in in professional fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs> Look, get that on your LinkedIn profile. So yeah. anyway, this is a coffee break. I've got my cafetiere here. Nice. We can see. So for those listening, we can see each other on Zoom. Uh, cafetiere. I'm still on the Taylor's Rich Italian at the moment. But uh, I'm, I'm enjoying that. Nat, what have you gone for? I'm having, um, it's a Costa one, actually. It's a, a mocha, Italian, I think it's Italian, Italian mocha blend. It's very nice. And I'm Mr. Dave was briefed. So what have you? Yes, I've been doing well. I'm a coffee fiend anyway, so there's, there's any excuse. Uh, I am on um, uh, the, um, again, for people listening, I'm showing my cup to. Oh, nice one. Because it's got a cool, my, my coffee cup has a little monster face on it. And the mouth is at the bottom, and there's a slot in the mouth so that you can store biscuits. <gasps> biscuit cup. So eat this first. It looks and like it's got a biscuit in its mouth, basically. Yes, yeah, very similar to what my face will look like in a few moments when I eat it. Um, and my coffee <laughs> that I've gone with it's a Wittard one um, oh. that I got for my birthday, which is a Kenyan pea berry blend. Nice. Mm. Oh, do you know, I haven't had Wittards for so long. And I've oh. never heard of a pea berry. It's, um, it's quite light. It's a good morning coffee. It's uh, it's not too chocolatey or heavy. It's got lots of our citrus notes in it and grapefruit and orange peel. And uh, it's made pea berry is a, is a mutation of the coffee bean. So normally if you break like one of the shells open, there's two seeds in there when you're making coffee. And a pea berry is where one of the seeds, for whatever reason, doesn't germinate. And instead of taking oh. two seeds, you get one massive one. Right. I just assumed it was the little fruit. How on earth do they pick those out? It must be like yeah. a clever sieve. Yeah. <laughs> well, how else? It's got to be a bit bigger than the others, surely. Yeah, I don't know. It was. Uh, I think uh, the pea berry uh, when they're growing, the the, um, the 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 pea berry pods look different. They look like they look like cherries. They look quite red and expanded, kind of over full, uh, like I would look after a curry on a Friday night, red and blue. <laughs> so they they know. Ah, this is the pea berry one. We probably have a special way of doing it. I don't know. Well, I am a huge coffee fan, but I have not heard of pea berries. So pea berries. So that is right. I yeah. I'm actually popping to the shop later, and I've got I've been I've been working in this world of get my diary out. I have a, like a page a day diary, um, and I, especially since going full time in the business, I'm like right. What do I want to achieve today? But but that can be in life, not just work. So uh, I've actually got go and get coffee because <laughs> because I'm, <laughs> I'm running out. So I'm going to write. Peabury. <laughs> did you actually write go and get coffee as well? Yeah, no, no, I did. Because do you know why? Because actually, I'm working from home today. 
live in a village, but it means you then need to. I have to go out. There's a few. It's you know. There's a few things that I need to go for, so I make sure that I'm doing <clears> it all at the right time, sort of thing, in terms of not just wasting trips for the sake of it. Um, mm -hmm. But then yeah. I'm like, today's the day. I I need to go and get some. Um, so yeah, that goes on the list because that is you know it's other otherwise it's like if I don't go and get it, I won't have any coffee for tomorrow when I'm working on all these things. I'm trying to. You know, it's about prioritizing jobs. I've even got book an eye appointment on there as well. <laughs> Along with what I have been doing is my end of year accounts. Ah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely gripping. Uh, important. <laughs> but um, so, you know, I've got the, the accounts this today. Um, some exercises on there. I haven't decided what exercise yet, but I'm going to do some. And then um, I need to pop to the shop uh, and book a Specsavers appointment. And obviously the accounts are the main body of work around that, but I need to make sure that I do some other things in order to keep moving forward. And, and that can be all sorts of stuff, like I've been writing marketing plan and all of that. But that, I've started incorporating life into my to-do-do list. Do you have a to-do list, Dave? Not that it sounds as good as your to do 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 list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dance thing. I do. I did have a, a to do list this morning. Uh, it was uh, very small. It just said uh, uh, pack lunch, cake pack lunch. Um, oh, you actually do have a to do. I do. <laughs> I do list. Yeah. It's just this today. It's a scrap piece of paper with cake pack lunch on it because my daughter is going off with the school today. Um, my daughter is she's uh, six. She's only been six for a couple of months, and oh. they're going off to see the tiger who came to tea. Oh, um, that's the same. Yeah, it was cancelled. It was due to take place months ago, but obviously it couldn't because of lockdown. So they're going off to see it. And they've been reading it. It's been, been a little topic project for them. So she's been coming home with lots of little tiger drawings and tea drawings. And we've had tiger tea parties in the house as well when we're doing yeah. homeschooling. And now they're going to go see a play. So they needed to pack some lunch for her. Qu question. Yeah. Is there a risk of the tiger eating a lunch? I mentioned that to her. I said, if the tiger comes into the audience to eat the don't don't you let it eat the lunch, don't you? She went, No, <laughs> it's not having my not having my fruit shoot, Daddy. And if the tiger tries to eat me, I will eat the tiger. So Oh, good answer. <laughs> the, the actor, presumably the actor playing the tiger, it's not a real one, is going to be surprised when a vast group of ravenous year one children devour it if it decides <laughs> to do some uh, improv. Yeah, well, uh yeah, because that tiger is quite greedy. See oh, my oh, question. Yeah, my question was, Dave, do you have a, a tiger costume? That's where my head went. Oh, uh, no, I don't. Yeah. The closest I've got would be uh, <laughs> the closest I've got would be um, a gruffalo costume that I did for an event years ago, oh, which wow. was uh, my wife put together out of a chimpanzee onesie that we found, <laughs> and. Um, um, steal yourself, listeners, as well, because uh, we cut the head off. I'm so sorry. Uh, but just, just the face of the chimpanzee came off. The hood bit, where the head went, was totally intact. And then uh, my wife used the bits of the remains of the chimpanzee face, there's a sentence, to create yeah. the ears of the gruffalo on the top and then the spikes and the spines on the back. Um, and then I just did the, did, the, did the makeup for the gruffalo face and I got some big, you know, you can get those uh, like novelty slippers. I got some ones like that with hobbit feet for the gruffalo feet and some <laughs> yeah. Halloween claw gloves and went along to an event as, as the gruffalo. Dave, you've always got such a better answer than anyone to any question. Have you got a lion costume? No. no. The tiger costume? No, but. <laughs> yeah. However, and... the Go on. 
I was just saying, why have we not seen this Gruffalo costume? That's what I want to know. Oh, it's, it's, uh, I shall have to, I'll, I'll do a link. I shall put out some social media after our chat. You can see my, my yep. Gruffalo costume so your listeners can see what, how amazing it looks. <laughs> uh, I was at a school actually in Darlington. Uh, I think it was Abbey School in Darlington. We did an event there years ago. And I was in a Gruffalo costume, and obviously it was World Book Day as well. So obviously all, there were loads of Gruffalo costumes on the part of the kids and the staff. And there was a, for want of a better phrase, a Gruffalo off with me and the students and the other teachers all kind of competing to see like, the best Gruffalo costume by ways of rounds of applause from the audience. And then we had a big Gruffalo uh, photo opportunity, like it was a cover of a Gruffalo album or something. Awesome. Amazing. The Gruffalo Appreciation Society. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, abbreviates the gas. so last week we were with dave i think we mentioned it didn't we natalie i think i think we said last week so last week we were with dave and i had the pleasure of uh last week's coffee break was titled we did wires (laughs) because my my work with you last week consisted of live streaming your face and voice uh, to the world of Mochif Stars, which was great. Um, I I just had loads of wires, um, but Dave actually had the onerous task of trying to speak coherently and on the hoof, trying to you know present a, a really good show. Which I must add, you did an absolutely fantastic job as always. Did you? How did you find the event? Enjoy it? Oh, it's brilliant! I love it. Thank you for that as well. But yeah, it was uh, great. It's just fantastic to. There's a lot of, uh, which I also enjoy, but there's a lot of research that goes in and script writing and things in my job, which is fantastic. And it's, you know, when I'm putting history shows together and things, I always find, well, usually always find facts that I don't know about. So there's a lot of prep that goes involved. But the, re- the great thing that I love about doing the mode shift uh, stuff and the presenting stuff uh, and, the, and the wires and the studio things in any respect, is the fact that I, it's an hour or half an hour or whatever it is or two hours of wig it for a bit, say what you see, <laughs> have a look at what's on the screen. And making a particular log, it's basically it's great fun. I love it. I even loved to, you know, I went to, to university. We did drama modules in improv and stuff. I always really, really, really like them. So the same kind of thing doing that was absolutely brilliant. You know, it's great to get a little bit of a prep, so you roughly know what you're expecting if you've done the event before. But then there were like presentations, weren't there, and slides where there was no, um, there was no words to say, no script to, was was filled. It was like right, we just just have a look at these images and say what's going on. It's like great, and then the first time you see them is as the event is occurring. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Okay, let's go. It's like a challenge, just uh, and kind of not just like shouting stuff out. It's not like catchphrase, but also making it work for the event. It's it's brilliant. It's like a mental mental challenge, but but also loads of fun because you know that the audience are having as much fun as you are. Yeah. So what was what was quite good about that one is that obviously the stars team were like right got this tv that we can put in front of you and we can pipe the audience onto the screen through through it so you can see them so it was good to see you having that um interact live interaction with them he had them dancing and all sorts of stuff going on cheering um and there was a lot of the lad wasn't that that wasn't allowed his face wasn't allowed to be on camera but he wanted to be in the room so he was just off slightly to the side of the camera (laughs) uh and uh we could tell that somebody else was there and i asked who it was and the teacher said oh it's it's this boy he can't um have his face shown but he wants to be involved so i asked him if he wanted to make his hand into a little ostrich type thing and his fingers into a beak and then just stick it around the side of the screen and then talk with a different voice so he could be involved but also be anonymous at the same time. yeah we have no idea who that child was which was great <laughs> but also he did feature in it and uh, and um you know everyone everyone really enjoyed it it was a really fun event um and you know the stars team are great we've done a lot with them i used to work directly with them um 
and it's been great to do those regional awards and dave's been a huge um active part in in that but yeah live, live streaming day's face was was great we had what what do we had we had two cameras and the presentations piping through and then the co- like the the meeting thing itself um where we were putting people up and we also had microphones and audio to put up and put down and someone left the other microphone on we're getting an echo and i couldn't work out where the echo was coming from and <laughs> so it's like all, all of that sort of thing but uh no a great, Dave. a great setup brilliant setup sorry i'm interrupting you Blake. that's all right. a, a, a great setup because i was able to with that big screen that you guys had i and having the, the second camera above it i'm behind the screen i'm able to look at the people i'm talking to directly it was just great that the host folks set that up without sort of going, so we go live now to this particular school in the south of England. How are you guys doing? And all they can see is my ear and the side of my face and check whether or not I've shaved properly on the left or not. And whereas now I can actually look at them and, and, and see their reactions in real time. It was great. And, you know, lockdown's been, I know, I'm sure it's extremely difficult for lots of people, but from a performance perspective, I've been making videos and you don't get anything back from yourself when you're an mm. So to be able to, to see an audience, to interact with them in real time was it's also brilliant from a performance point of view. Yeah, like it was, I, I don't know, that that uh, of all the events we've done during lockdown, that probably felt as live as it could be physically. Yeah. Because, probably because of that interaction, like you say. Um, you know, I've seen you at the other events where we've got people in the room, for example, and, and you're engaging. But that, that very much felt more well it felt more natural more normal i suppose we've maybe got used to it a bit as well everyone's got used to it um so yeah no that was absolutely fantastic so natalie this week what have you been up to <laughs> she laughs no. she's going on holiday on <laughs> lots of work loads of work but apart from that not much else to report unfortunately but yeah i am i am going touchwood on holiday on a Friday night to Cornwall. Oh, so I know. I am very excited. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm touching a lot. I'm touching wood. Fingers crossed. Get away, okay. But yeah, we were, um, we're doing ten days camping in Cornwall, so it's all hands on deck this week. Trying to get lots of work done and and some things wrapped up. So lots of writing, lots of scheduling, some more blogs, uh, client yep. blogs, and and then apart from that, just being in the house <laughs> the, the, the words the words per minute have been uh, very high um they have yeah frantic yeah lots of content <laughs> scheduling going on blog stuff going very on because we've got we've got a few things launching over the so, well we don't know the exact date but we're it's it's during the the holiday period um so natalie's done a fantastic job of prepping that um and we've yeah, I mean, mainly, what was I doing? I did a photo job the other day. So that I've done a couple of days in the office, but really, um, we've just sort of been working from home. Um, yeah. You know, not... yeah, we're just studying away at home at the minute, aren't we? Just as. Uh... Yeah, I, like marketing plan, I've had to write and do, which I've really enjoyed uh, doing. And what I've found is, and you probably do this with the history stuff, Dave, like you go, right, I need to, so in my case, I need to create a marketing plan for this this widget this thing and you go and here's why people might want this widget or thing and then you go right i need to find out more and what i started doing is going for like um different opinions across the spectrum so if it's societal stuff that we need to sort of look at and take into context and then before you know it you're in a youtube wormhole (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're still going i'm assuming and and i was i did actually think this is what dave must have 
when he just looks at one, you know, do you find that? Yeah, all the time. Uh, yeah, if I'm looking at something, uh, putting a, a, a history, either like a tour or a or a show together, I think, oh, hang on, I don't, I don't know that bit of information there. Did they, did they have that bed? Did they, I, if I'm saying that, I need to make sure. And then you go onto the internet, and I've been caught just for hours in either YouTube wormholes, or there was I put a show together years ago for the National Trust about. A, below stairs kind of servants interactive tour and um you start to think you know well i know who was prime minister at this time and i know what they're wearing at this time but what kind of tea was popular uh, what were they listening to what music what songs did they like i don't know i have if i'm going to reference that i best find out right now and then i find myself on a university website or a, a manchester library website looking at art, artifact records that somebody's recorded digitally for hours and hours and hours and hours so I just just need to find out what the number one most popular song in 1911 was. And once that's done, I can go to bed. Anyway, now, ask me another pint of coffee. I just just need to find this one thing. And yeah, it, that's that can be like a third of my life. <laughs> all to maybe just go, this is the tea they drank. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, this is the tea they drank. They quite like this song then, and that's it. Like, a, a phrase for seconds, seconds long, but it's taken hours and hours and hours of research around it. Yeah, no, I, I, with the marketing plan stuff, it, it was similar. I know it's it, it's it, it's kind of different, but equally, I think, you know, from a marketing perspective, it's about communications being relevant. As it is with the historical stuff, you're looking at, you know, what was relevant at the time, what would be relevant piece of information, this, that, and the other. So, yeah, I, I did that. And a lot, like, you, you got secondary research, which you do first in marketing <laughs> and then you do the primary research secondary research is sort of taking what's already been done basically looking at what's mm. already out there and then you can sort of establish thoughts and ideas um but then yeah i ended up down a youtube wormhole which was really really interesting lots of good stuff and really useful and um <laughs> really interesting lots of good stuff and then i'm like reading a book as well at the same time while watching youtube whilst <laughs> whilst googling things while the YouTube video is playing and looking at the book and, you know, it, yeah, it gets a bit, and then you've got to go, right, that's enough. Yeah. Mm. Which can be hard. Mm. Can be hard, yeah. but it it's setting the scene, isn't it? I suppose. So oh, definitely. have you got a holder planned, yep. Dave? Me? Yes. Uh, we are going uh, also in the southerly climbs in August to Bath. Oh, yeah. very nice. It would be lovely down to Bath. We got to a place we went to uh, last year, which is all lovely. So we're going down there for about 10 days. Uh, probably going, it's not, it wasn't quite available for all the dates that we wanted, but we were free. So we're, we're, uh, we're sandwiching it with Western Supermare first. So we're going to Western Supermare, then Bath, and then possibly popping in on my folks on the way back because uh, I live in, in Altlingham in Cheshire, but I am originally from Lysistor in the Midlands. So we're going to pop back and see the folks, I think. On the way back up north. Up north. Up north. Up north. All right, go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, here we go. Um, <laughs> I, we, we, we're looking to make a trip to Bath as well, actually. Bath. Ooh, Bath lovely, as well. We're travelling um, to the same end of the, the country, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, we've done a lot of this end in the last sort of 12, 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, saying that, actually, it's true. We've been doing a lot of day trips following lockdown and all this. We, we are getting, you know, rather than going further afield and stuff like that, we have been doing things more in the region. 
in terms of things where you might go further afield, say Lake District, that hasn't happened, and we've done something, you know, in the Yorkshire Dales or something like yeah. that, you know. Um, so that that's been really quite enjoyable. So lots and lots of fun. Speak, speak, Natalie, speak. Oh no, I was just going to say we're we're looking forward to kind of we we love it up here, and obviously we've got absolutely tons of stuff to do and enjoy. But yeah, we're looking forward to kind of venturing back down. Yeah. Um, to the coastline in Cornwall and and just yeah, just a whole different experience, isn't it? Um, it'll be nice just to leave your house. Different yeah. to leave your house. <laughs> it'll be nice yeah. to leave your house. <laughs> Actually, at the minute, it feels like I haven't left the house in a very, very, very long time. It do, it only takes a few days just <laughs> being indoors permanently. You feel like you've been cooked up for months and months and months. But um, yeah, I suppose after the last year, it's nothing really, is it? But um. Yeah, it'd be good to get. I mean, quite, have you been to Cornwall, Dave? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I went. I did. I, I said sorry. I'm going to hijack your story completely with it with a Gruffalo style anecdote. But I went okay. to uh, a wedding in. How is it called? I'm going to. I don't want to offend anybody. Is it Cornwall or Devon? Il, I think it might be Devon. Ilfracoon. I'll Google it. Keep talking. Oh, Google it. Yeah, Google it. no, I... whatever it is. We won't offend anyone. I'll Google it. I won't offend anyone. It's amazing. I love both. I love both. Cornwall and Devon are equally awesome. Please, please play nicely, Cornwall and Devon. Um, but yeah, we, I did. Um, I did. Uh, was involved in a wedding on a beach, uh, at Wollacoon Beach, which is just next to Wollacoon. Um, about I think two, three years ago. No, it's close. I'm gonna have to. So was the ceremony on the beach? The actual ceremony. Devon. Yeah, Devon, of course, Ilfracoon in Devon, as we all know. Uh, yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, they did a ceremony on the beach. Um, oh. They wanted some, uh, some uh, like an event hosting, some comedic live commentary of the event. So, um, oh, so the, you actually you were involved in the actual. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, they really? had a microphone and speakers all set up on the beach, so everyone that was there could hear it. And uh, the bride and uh, the groom was already there, and the bride came down like a little procession with the groom. From one end of the beach to the other walking across the shore lovely day really really nice and sunny um with uh, the best man and the, uh, the maids of honor and page boys and, and so on and so forth walking all the way along the beach uh, and i sort of announced their arrival and got the audience to sort of clap and cheer as they were coming toward the final bit and then we had speakers so they could all oh, the speeches could be heard and i could introduce them um and then the tide came in or after all that had done and the guy who set up everything was sort of like the, the quickest get out ever so i'd like the speakers down get the wires the sea wants the equipment <laughs> for the water um yeah and you could have gone very hastily get it in and then leg it from the beach but that was the last time i was down I was gonna say was there a plan b what if it had absolutely poured down on the beach or the tide was wrong or you know it was in the village hall for the reception so i guess we probably would have done it there but when we did the recce the day before it was gale force winds and <laughs> right. constant rain so like, this is where it's had to be married. Why? <laughs> Why would you come here? Uh, but obviously it was a bit of a freak storm to the day after it was lovely. But then the day after that, it was horrendous again. So they were really oh, lucky. Oh, the only wedding that needed a shipping report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to take place. Stand by I found last, last year was the first time I'd ever sort of been to that that part of the country. Um and even on the, we were pretty lucky with weather actually, but even on the bad days, it was still just warmer and it just felt different still on, on the, the rainy days and the wet days. Um, I think it is just a few degrees warmer. Normally, well, I, isn't it? I did Land's End to John O'Groats and obviously we started Land's End in Cornwall 
and then we made our way up to um John O'Groats. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted then. <laughs> really, so day one, I'm looking at the map now. Day one, we did 110 miles and we literally pedaled straight out of Cornwall and stayed in Devon. And I was like, we, we stayed in Cornwall the night before in Penzance because we got the train down with the bikes. Mm. And I was like, this is a really nice stay, place to stay a bit longer. It's a shame I've now got to leave everywhere continuously for the next nine days because I did it over nine days. It was awesome to do it. What I did learn is it's very hilly. <laughs> I always say this, but no one, people go, oh, yeah, it's very hilly. I'm like, it's like saw teeth. When you looked at the altitude gradient on the map, you were mm. either going uphill or downhill. And obviously downhills are a lot shorter than the uphills. And yeah. yeah, it was brutal. So eight hours, 20 minutes, I remember it took us to do that first day. Uh, I've heard people do that kind of thing for fun. Um, yeah. So, sure. so that, and then the next day, we actually, <laughs> then we're like, oh, Devon's nice. Right, let's leave and stay in Bath. And then we rode another hundred odd miles, <laughs> went up Cheddar Gorge, which was nice. Um, mm. And we stayed, stayed in Bath that night. Um, I picked a hostel for some silly reason, thinking, you know, it's because I've done a lot of hosteling over the years. And it was essentially a hostel with a nightclub in it. Okay. <laughs> it was horrendous. Oh, no. <laughs> and we also got to the top of Cheddar Gorge and there'd been a car accident and yeah. they'd closed the road and it added another six miles onto our 108 mile day. It's not many when you've already done that much though. It is when you, <laughs> <laughs> it is when you're seven and a half. We cycled in a bath in the dark. It was in October. Uh, and, and what made me think about it was when we were doing the Cornwall Devon days, all, it was like the 3rd of October, which we thought was a crazy time to do it. It turned out it was. Um, but then what happened was, um, as we sort of went through Cornwall, it's beautiful. It's like 20 odd degrees. It was like, right, I'm back in summer. And then I got to sort of Preston and we had severe weather warnings. And I had to do eight hours cycling into the wind and rain. <laughs> So, uh, it, yeah, it certainly came back to bite us. But, yeah, when I cycled through Cornwall and Devon, I was like, this place is awesome. It's just a shame I'm constantly leaving everywhere I'm discovering. Yeah, did you get home and sort of think, oh, it's a shame I didn't go to the beach for <laughs> A little bit, <laughs> when I couldn't walk properly. <laughs> <laughs> it played. It was an awesome trip. Absolutely loved it. But um, Yeah, exactly. The but, mileage yeah. was... Uh, the hour we averaged it out is 104 miles a day average. Oh my goodness! Me. I mean, I was, I was lighter than I am now, and uh, it was yeah, certainly in uh, in good shape for that trip. But uh, mm -hmm. it was great. It was so good to do. One of my favourite things I've done actually. But the problem is, everywhere you go through, you go, "Oh, this looks nice. I'd love to explore." And then you're like, "Bye, <laughs> see you later." You know, yeah. bye, bye. I remember. Yeah, no, Devon. Bye, Devon. Hello, South Africa. Bye. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crazy because you'd pretty much cover. We'd pretty much do a county a day, if that makes sense. So after the bath day, it was then halfway up Wales, mm. and my dad. Uh, I bumped into my daddy. Came down. He's like, "You just cycled through. Is it the Black Mountains? What's the famous mountain range? Uh, is it the Black Blue?" This is the other thing. We're cycling through places and people are telling me and I'm going, I've no idea where I've just been. They go, where are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I went into um, a village in Scotland. It was like a garage. And I came in, I was like, it was kind of like the, there was a diversion on a roadway. I managed to get through it. I was cycling along. I was on my own sort of thing. 
And uh, I got I pulled into this garage and I went, excuse me, could you tell me where I am, please? Because I've got no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a tricky bit. I would I would get lost. I would not make it out of the first county, let alone get through. I was following do. a GPS map, if that makes sense. But it yeah. was like, excuse me, where where am I? The guy who was like, where am I? What year is this? Who's the president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long do I have to save you? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, absolutely. And he goes, you're in Lennox tone. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> probably terrible. Still have no idea where you are. But I was well, like, that sounds great. I still actually don't know where I am because the name is great. I've got a name for the place where I am, but I don't actually physically know where, yeah, where I am in relation to anything. Well, you'll have a bit of a different experience this year, won't you, with that, of um, Devon and the likes. Yeah. Yeah. Camp, bit of camping. I remember going, not remotely the same, Adam, but I remember going out years ago uh, in Leeds where I'd, I'd lived for about eight years and I went back to somebody's, uh, a friend of mine's house uh, visiting from not having lived there anymore, went back and visited and uh, they'd let me stay over and I was like, oh cool, thanks guys, it's very nice of you both to let me stay. And then I didn't quite know where I was, in what, as in, in what part of Leeds I was. I really <laughs> knew which direction I was in Leeds, but I couldn't quite work out when I left, because they were still in bed, when I left to go to work the following day, which way I needed to go, and there was somebody walking up the road. Um, I was in Hyde Park, as it goes. I went, sorry, just, uh, just I, I don't mean to, to interrupt you as you're walking along, but could you tell me whereabouts I am? And she went, Yorkshire. <laughs> so, no, well, I, I, I know that. <laughs> not, I'm not that lost. I have a coat and no bags. I'm not that, that I'm really, really in a lot of trouble if it's county by county. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which bit of Leeds? <laughs> Yorkshire. I'm, gonna, I'm one of those people that I will get stopped in town and asked for directions somewhere nearby, and I, I still won't know. And I live here. And she still gives directions. And I still give directions, yeah. And half an hour later, I think, I hope they got there. I hope that was the right way. <laughs> I am no, you asked me about, uh, we are, so you when we do, do that thing as well, like when you. We're oh, losing Dave's day. audio. Cut your webcam, Dave. All right. Uh, yeah, just um, give a do. There we are. Excellent. Are we back? Yes. Dave yes. Returned. Go. Yes. No, so I was going to do that thing when you're in a place that you've never been before and you notice something. Have you ever done that and you've, you've pointed something out that seems unusual or weird to you and then nobody around you appears to have noticed? And it's been there for so long that the locals have totally taken it for granted. Uh, I was yeah. in Whitby, Whitby years and years ago, uh, doing performances at the Abbey. And there's uh, over Whitby Bridge, there's, I can't remember what kind of a shop it is. It might, it might be a health shop or a Holland and Barrett or something. And there's a massive statue of a white polar bear on the top yeah. of it. It's huge. And we've been coming to Whitby for like three years. I was like, why is that there? It must be left over. Is it left over from a pet shop? Hopefully, it doesn't sell polar bears or a freezer shop or something. I'm going to go in and ask. And I went into Holland and Barrett and bought something. And then went right. Can I ask what what's the massive polar bear on your roof for? And the lady working behind the counter had no idea that it was even there to the extent that she came out of the shop with me and into the street to look at it. <laughs> the massive what? The polar right? Come out with me now. Look that. Where, where's that? And she was like, Oh. I don't know. Has that been there all the time? What, what did we start <laughs> the conversation? Yeah. What's it? And she has no idea. She could tell me. I had to go on the internet to find out. I don't remember either why it was there. I've forgotten. That's hilarious. I would, I would be that lady. Could <laughs> be shouting inside going, someone's put a polar bear on our roof. <laughs> <laughs> We've been attacked by a polar bear that's then frozen in space. <laughs> 
I know the polar bear that you refer to. I have wondered. Well, there you go. There's a reason. I can't remember why it's there. There's a reason for it being there. Yes, I have been Twitby, but I've never known it's full bear. I'll look out for it next time. Cool. Well, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. My my coffee's done. Mission accomplished. We've had our coffee break. Have you, have you finished your Peabury coffee? I have. I finished my Peabury and I've had pea, Peabury, Peaberry, and I've had half my biscuit as well. <laughs> so it should now. You can't see because I've upstairs off my audio to preserve my internet connection. But uh, it, the biscuit is. Hang on, look, it's there. It's in the yeah. cup now. Oh, it's in the oh, mouth. I must remember to say pea, pause, berry. Yeah, berry. I was saying Peabury. Yes. <laughs> Peabury. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to pee, No, get out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we've got toilets for that sort of thing. <laughs> need, to find pee, need to find a pee berry shop? We need to find a Wittard's shop. Wittard's, yeah. The then... Other brands are available. Other brands are available. Yes, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Dave, thank you so much. We'll have to have you back on another coffee break. That's been uh, lovely. Please do. I loved it. It's great. Yeah. Thank you. And nice uh, to talk to you yeah, I hope uh, if we don't talk to you, Dave, have a good holiday. Natalie, I will talk to you beforehand, but have a good holiday for the for this because yeah. I will be doing coffee breaks while uh, while Natalie's away. It'll just be me talking to myself, um, potentially. But uh, hey ho! But yeah. no, Dave, so much thanks for all the work that you did last week. Made it very Welcome. easy. But also, thank you for joining us. And um, yeah, we'll catch up with you again soon. Cool. Thank you very much. Have a nice holiday. If it's been to either of you. Thank you too, Dave. Take care. Bye. Bye.